This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. The latest Global uh, Organized Crime Index by the Global Initiative Against Transnational Organized Crime has found that South Africa is one of three African countries with high crime and resilience alongside Nigeria and Senegal. The study, which examines the effect of crime in 193 United Nations member states, scored South Africa at 7.18%, making it the country with the highest crime amongst the 13 countries in Southern Africa. South Africa ranks third of 54 countries in Africa and seventh out of 193 countries. The index shows that uh, the number of people living in countries with high levels of organized crime has increased in the last uh, two years. All right, let's talk to Jenny Iris Koboshiani. She is the senior analyst and researcher at the Global Initiative Against Transnational Organized Crime. She's on the line. Good morning to you, ma'am, and thank you very much um, for joining us this morning. Um, it just Let's get some bit of... Um, perspective first of all just to explain the types of crimes that we're talking about here you know when we when you read something like this it is i think it is alarming in whichever way you uh, one tries to flip it but what what is the sort of crimes that we're talking about and uh, and also the context in which south africa finds itself ranking so highly so i think that when we do the global index we look at 15 different types of organized crime markets that would include your drugs, your human trafficking, your environmental crime, um, infrastructure crime, firearms crime, white collar crime, cyber crime, etc. So we looked at 15 different organized crime markets and we also looked at five different types of criminal actors and their influence and scope in the country. And we then rate the country out of 10 for each of those different markets and out of 10 for each of those different criminal actors. Um, and that gives us the, the criminality score, which is 7.18 out of 10, um, which is up from from our 2021 Global um, Initiative Crime Index, where we were at 6.63. So we are seeing an increase in both the influence of group criminal organised criminal groups operating, as well as the scope and impact of criminal markets in the country. And let's talk about the countries. Okay, they mentioned uh, Nigeria and Senegal there in the introduction. What are, if any, the similarities between these uh, three countries? So I think w- one of the things that uh, I think that what what we what we look at in those countries. I think if we look at, say, for example, so each criminal market we assess the impact. So so some of those criminal markets, if one looks at drugs, for example. Uh, we would be ranking very high when it comes to the drug market, similar to some of those countries like Myanmar, um, Mexico, etc. Um, we, when, when, when we look at, at a number of the different markets, there would be similarities. So if you take extortion and kidnapping, for example, in, the, in South Africa, we've seen a dramatic increase in the activities of groups involved in extortion and kidnapping and we've seen similar trends in some of those countries that rank very high and just from a crime fighting point of view are there also similarities you know the fact that you have these countries ranking so highly um does that in any way communicate something about the level of uh, uh, crime fighting in these countries 
Absolutely. So one of the things that we look at in the in the index is not only our criminality score, but also our resilience score. And the resilience measures our ability to to actually combat um, uh, organized crime in the country. And that would look at a number of different things, our legislation, our policing of crime, our, uh, the independent media, judiciary, etc., community um, ability to respond to it. So when it looks at the resilience side of things, we also do that across all the different countries. And what of concern for us is that we would want to see our resilience score go up. But in fact, during this period, our resilience score went down slightly. So, so in 2021, our resilience was standing at 5.79 and it's gone down to 5.63. And so we are seeing a slight decline in our ability to also respond to organized mm-hmm. crime. So we look at both the criminality score and the different countries' ability to respond to, to organized crime. I mentioned that this is a United Nations study um, here, and I'm wondering what the implications are for a country like South Africa. We know, of course, um, this year we've had to come to terms with the fact that now we have been um, grey-listed. Now, this latest research can, certainly is not going to be particularly helpful in as far as uh, um, restoring that kind of level of confidence in South Africa? So I think that I think that it isn't a United Nations survey, but mm-hmm. we do survey all the countries, the 193 countries oh, that, okay. are, that are part of the UN. So it's a global initiative survey. So I think that where we, I mean, when you go into the South African report and drill down, I think that it, it, is, it is alarming and it is concerning, mm. but at the same time, it gives us certain areas that we need to be focusing on. I mean, grey listing would be one of them, but looking at our ability to respond to money laundering and grey listing would be one of them. But I think if one drills down into the index, it gives us a good idea of where we need to be focusing some of our energies. And if you read the the, the index together with the risk assessment which on South Africa, which the um, Global Initiative put out earlier, um, later last year, it does give us a sense of what we need to be focusing on and where our priorities mm. are. So it isn't just there to actually like hit us with a stick, but it's to say these are the issues that we need to be actually concentrating on and putting more energy into. So in as far as human trafficking is concerned, this I think has been a challenge that South Africa has been facing for uh, quite a number of years and now. But to what extent is arms trafficking, in as far as that concerned, is this, an, is this a new phenomenon or is this something also, again, that is, uh, that is quite entrenched within South Africa? So I think arms trafficking, we definitely rate, rated quite high and definitely above the global average. And it has, it is been something that has been ongoing in South Africa. So if one looks at our organized crime um, and organized crime actors, um, violence is a key component of that and access to firearms is a key component. And our concern is that that, that, that um, firearms trafficking, which is very much focused on domestic trafficking, um, is an issue that we need to do, deal with because it, our score is creeping up with regard to that. What would you say then needs to happen for any of um, this to to, to change? I mean, it seems a bit like an obvious question that we have to improve policing uh, and so forth. Or, I mean, is it a case of getting specialized units into this? Um, Does it speak again to this uh, uh, perennial problem with our borders? 
So I think it speaks to, to a range of different factors. I think policing our school did go down when it comes to, to confidence around policing. So policing is definitely an area that we need to focus. I think when we look at our legislation, for example, to combat organized crime, I think we rank quite high in terms of the legislation that is in place. But when it comes to implementation of that legislation, we, we are facing problems. I think there's no question about it that we do need to look at our porous borders and our ports, etc. Um, so I think if you look at, if you look at, if you break down the 12 different, because we have 12 different resilience factors, mm. in some areas we're doing quite well. Um, so if you look at the judiciary, independent media, etc., we're doing quite well, mm. although court backlog is an issue that we need to address. Um, I think we need to look at the different resilience building blocks that we have in place and where we are underscoring on those resilience blocks and policing, policing border controls um, would definitely be, be two areas that, and implementation of legislation would definitely be areas that we need to put more energy into focusing on. Jenny Irish Kobushan is a senior analyst and researcher at the Global Initiative Against Transnational Organized Crime. Thank you as always uh, for your insights. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.